What's up, everybody? Welcome to Trash Talk. I'm Logan Corkins, joined by my partner in crime, Austin Campbell. What's up, everybody? You know, we're close enough to the NFL season. Do I need to bring back the uh, hearty like the soup, Austin Campbell? No. It's too hot for that. Too hot for that. Okay, fine. We'll wait till October. We'll wait till October. I, I walked out the house this morning. It was like 65 degrees. I was like, you know what? It's white girl season. I went and got me an apple crisp macchiato and I had a great morning. You're judging me so hard right now. It's not funny. Ladies and gentlemen, this is trash talk. White girls really just just piss me off, you know? Just all of them. All white girls. That's fair. Every single one of them. What do you have against white girls? Do you not like... Uggs. I could see you rocking a pair of Uggs in secret. You think I wear Uggs? You think secret, I would yeah. wear Uggs? In secret, No yeah. way. Yeah, First I feel of like all, it, I, I like guarantee you they would not make Uggs my size. I think they do because, if dude, you're what, size 12? No. I wear so a 14 extra wide. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and if, depending on what the shoe is, a 15... I mean, would you accept them as a Christmas gift? Uggs? No. Yeah. I'd give them to Katie, and then Katie would burn them. There's, yeah, see, that, and there's the other part of it. I feel like you have, you would have to do it in secret, because if you if you were, like, sitting at home, right, you're chilling with Ellie, Katie walks in the room, sees them on your feet, like, Katie! <laughs> your wife uh, would make fun of you more than anybody else would. Yeah, I mean, possibly. But again, if I'm wearing Uggs, that's going to be the only thing I'm wearing, you know. And it's not going to be on my feet. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Trash Talk, the sports voice of Boss Rush Entertainment. We are one week away from the NFL season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful, beautiful time in sports. Yeah, baseball's going on. Cool. The Giants are no longer in first place. The Dodgers took the lead in the West. Just catch our MLB Power Rankings tomorrow on BossRush.net. I apologize. I always switch websites. Go to BossRush.net tomorrow. Check out the rankings. That's the baseball coverage you're going to get. College football happened. Scott Frost makes me still wonder why Nebraska decided to keep it for another year after they just completely fell apart against the fighting line. Austin, did you watch any of that game? Uh, I watched the the second half of it, I was like grocery shopping when it happened. But when I saw that Illinois was beating Nebraska by two to zero, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> well, and this makes sense. was so dumb too. It was a, it was just a complete miscommunication by Nebraska. I just, I have a lot of friends from Omaha in that area. Cause that's where I went to school. Mm-hmm. My Facebook page on Monday was just, Oh my God, I hate Scott Frost. It was, it was, yeah, all- I mean, I can understand that, but I think he had bigger fish to fry than Scott Frost, like, A, being in Nebraska. I feel like that's enough punishment that you got to go through. And, I mean, their quarterback they've been talking about for years. Oh, he's going to be the great, even though he's, like, you know, he's only been here so long. It's like, I feel like we've heard him talk about this quarterback for so long and nothing. What is his name? J.D. Martinez? Yeah, J.D. Martinez. I mean, he had moments of greatness, but... He just he, one. He doesn't have an offensive line. 
And he's yeah. not fast enough to get out of the pocket when he does get when their pocket does collapse. Yeah. I I really I thought Illinois was better than this because I thought it was a closer game than I thought. But it's possible that Nebraska's defense is good. It's just no offense. That could, yeah. could be a possibility. I, I, I think that is that was, a big part of it too. Okay. So. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, rough, rough game to start out. Hopefully, I'm I'm looking forward to Minnesota seeing how well they do against Ohio State. I still think they'll lose, but I'm yeah, I'm excited to see Big Ten football. Big Ten football yeah. is fun, for sure, man. I mean, Big Ten football is proud. It's traditions. way better than Big Twelve. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Although I, I will give credit where credit's due. Did you see the throwback uniforms that Kansas is wearing this year? Um, no, dude, these uniforms not. are insane. It was like, I think it's illegal for Kansas to look this good. Um, speaking of the Big 12, Big 12 did come out today and say that they are going to add, try to add five universities mm-hmm. to the conference. We're going to talk about that once we actually get an idea of what universities they're even thinking about because there's mm-hmm. already a short list rumor. Um, and, and, and CBS Sports has already got an article out saying Memphis is going to be the loser in all of this, which I don't necessarily disagree with. But I want to talk about that when we actually have an idea. How is Memphis going to be the loser in all this? Because Memphis is going to get screwed out of the Big 12. As okay, remember Memphis back when, isn't like, even was, in the Big 12. Uh, right. But remember when A&M and Mizzou left for the SEC? There was yeah. this rumor that the Big 12 was going to add a couple schools. Memphis was on their short list, as was SMU. Nothing ever happened. Boise State was on that list, too, and I really think they should have tried to go after Boise State. But Boise close. State and Houston would have been great gets at the time. Been awesome. Now, I mean, might as well just get Tulsa at this point. You know, but, I mean, honest, honestly, South Dakota State wouldn't be a bad one to go out and grab. They've got a competitive football team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how the – how the rules work? Do they have to have more people on their? I see, um, that, that's that's why I don't know. Because it's like at, I, at another university. Because be, yeah, like another one would be University of Northern Iowa. UNI fits the criteria for Big Twelve school. Um, they've got a good football. I feel program. like Big Basketball. Twelve is 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 going to be like. At that point, it's just sad if you're pulling Northern Iowa. It basically becomes <laughs> the FCS. But I mean, yeah. then there's another option. Why not just pull the FCS goals in there? I mean, the Pac-12, the the alliance thing was like sort of a good idea. It just was terrible to, and where they it, it just didn't it didn't work out. It just it, I don't know. It's it's just bad. It's just bad all around. They should just get rid of it. You know what? Like I said, we do 50 teams, the 50 teams that matter, uh, and that pretty much wipes out everyone in the Big 12 except OU in Texas and maybe Oklahoma State. If Mike Gundy shaves his mullet, they can be in. So, so the main topic of today's episode of Trash Tech, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be NFL. So we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and go over there. And we're, let's first off talk about the big news of the week. First off, Mac Jones is QB1 in New England as the New England Patriots dropped Cam Newton this week. Austin, how are we feeling about the confidence of Bill Belichick with his new rookie quarterback? Uh, this... <laughs> I guess this is confidence. I mean, 
I think Bill Belichick is ready to win. I don't think he's winning another season like last year, even though last season wasn't as terrible as it really should have been with what they had going there. Um, clearly, Cam was not the guy. He was a Band-Aid, a stopgap. And Mag Jones is the future, and when Cam proved to be um, unreliable, they just had to make the move there. So... To me, it it just made sense uh, in every way just to go ahead and move on. Clearly, they're not on the same page. I hear a lot of things that Cam just wasn't focused at all, even before the COVID fiasco thing. So it just it made a lot of sense. And really, honestly, I think Mac Jones has played well. I know people are like, well, it's third string, fourth string. But I've seen a lot more poise from him than I've seen from Trey Lance. And people want him to start. So, you know, I don't I don't really get it for me personally. I think Mac Jones is ready. It's not going to be pretty. He's going to lose his first game to the Dolphins. Uh, it's going to be a tough defense. But they, they'll have time to, to work back in. They'll play the Jets, and they'll get in the groove of things, and they'll be all right. I, you know, I think it's interesting. We look across the league. This rookie class feels like it's going to be one to remember. We're seeing the effects. Trey Lance is really impressing people in San Francisco. Mac Jones impressed people in New England. Justin Fields impressed a lot of people in Chicago. Yet Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace still would have started Andy Dalton. Like this rookie class, Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville. There's so many great talents across the league. And they're getting shots very early on in their careers. Do you think that plays a factor at least? Like saying, you know, we're just going to throw these guys to the wolves without really any protection behind them. Hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I just. It's, it's an interesting concept to think about. And, and speaking of Trevor Lords, the Jaguars traded Garner Minshew to Philadelphia. So now Trevor Lords is by himself there down there in Jacksonville. Yeah, which I I didn't like this at all. Uh, not that they moved on to Trevor Lawrence, but the fact that they only got a six round pick. I felt like that was really just for a guy who honestly could be starting for the Eagles. Um, it just didn't make sense to me that you only got a six-round pick. I think he was worth more than that. I think he could have held on waited if if something happens with Dak Prescott. Uh, he could be a good fit for the Cowboys. I think he would fit in perfectly there. Um, you know, if, you know, God forbid, Baker. You know, he he's honestly Baker. Gardner Minshew and Baker are almost the same to me. Uh, it's just Baker has a way better team than Minshew. So I feel like there was a ton of, um, a ton of things they could have done. I felt like they moved on way too early, but maybe it was just like, Hey, we really want Trevor Lawrence to know he's the guy. I just don't know. You know, if anything happens to Trevor Lawrence, like what happened to Joe Burrow, like what happens now? What do you, what do you do now? Um, and maybe they know this is just a a losing year and they're just going to take it the way it is. So. It, it, it is interesting, and I like. I've not. I haven't been a fan of Trevor Lawrence since the beginning. I, I've, I thought he was overrated, but to leave him completely vulnerable here, where the Jags don't have a great offensive line, there is a fairly decent chance that Trevor Lawrence gets hurt at some point throughout the season. I I think it's a bad mistake. I mean, unless like Gardner just didn't want to be there strictly for the fact that he didn't want to be a backup, but like with COVID and everything, like isn't a backup like a pretty decent spot to be at this year? Cause like mm-hmm. odds are you're probably going to get playing time. 
Let's let's make some yearly predictions. So over the last eight weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we have previewed all the divisions within the NFL. Now let's 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 get a little bit more on the personal level. Let's talk about who is our Super Bowl prediction for the year. That's where we're going to start. So who is playing in the Super Bowl and who is winning the Super Bowl this year? Austin, hit me with your teams. Man, I there's so many questions this year that it's hard to really like so many things could happen, so many injuries can happen. I'm I'm gonna take a swing here. I'm gonna I'm just gonna take a swing for the defenses. I'm gonna say Green Bay versus Buffalo in the Super Bowl. I think Aaron Rodgers one last time with Devontae Adams. I think they have a little, they have a good defense. Um, I don't, there's some teams in the NFC, like the Rams and the Seahawks that are going to compete. I just like for this year for Aaron Rodgers to go all out. Because uh, it would be great, it'd, it'd be awesome if Aaron Rodgers wins of a Super Bowl and says F you and then goes and plays for the Vikings or something. That would be just, <laughs> it'd be great. Uh, or like even better, he would lose. He would like take him to the Super Bowl, lose, and then and then go play for someone else and win a Super Bowl for them. Like, that would be the ultimate Aaron Rodgers move, I think. Um, COVID the week of the Super Bowl. Oh my God! <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> I don't want the vaccine. <laughs> I got a fake card, you know, something like that. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the swing for the fences. I'm gonna say Packers Bills Bills because I like the Bills. I I like what they're doing. I don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again, mostly, uh, and I don't want to take the favorite. So I'm gonna take Packers Bills. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bills to win. You know, I think Green Green Bay loses. Uh, you know, 34, 27, Aaron Rodgers cries about it and then goes and hosts Jeopardy or something. Uh, All right. So you're, you're saying bills and you're saying uh, Packers. I don't, I don't hate that at all. I, I really do think you're on a sub there with the bills. The Last bills year a- I was exactly right. By the way, I just want to point that out. So if I get this one, right, they're going to be asking me instead of that stupid sea lion. What do you get sea lions, man? Yeah, you know how they like, oh, let's put this fucking sea lion in a pool and then put two balls of each team in there and see which yeah, one you he know, picks first. Don't ask are, him. Okay? Ask me. Ask what do you me. have against life? Play. What do you have against animals? Are because you like, I will get PETA on your ass. Lion, okay? He's just a stupid sea lion. PETA, please send all complaints to Corey in HD at Twitter.com. Actually, send him, send him to Corey. You can tag Corey in him, but send him to me too because I would love for Peter to come after me. I'm ready to fight. I know they can't fight me. They have no protein. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is what I love hey, doing hey. this show with you, my man. Me like, and Joe I, I, Rogan are going to take on Peter. Yeah, I'll, you and your horse tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't doing no horse tranquilizer. That's all him, man. If I'm doing any tranquilizer, I'm going to be a shark. Yeah, shark tranquilizer. Actually, you know, you and Joe Rogan singing "Baby Shark," dude, dude. That's actually your heartbeat just going down. Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen. So I, I think you're honest out there with Buffalo. Where I go with the Buffalo Bills is I think that they are the team that has a lot left to prove, and I think that this is the season to prove it. How they left the NFL playoffs last year was pitiful. 
They shouldn't have lost in the fashion that they did. They just got obliterated by the Chiefs. So this year is the year to prove Josh Allen is the franchise quarterback. He got paid the way he wanted to in the offseason. This is the chance to really step up and show this organization that they made the right decision. You got the craziest fan base in the NFL behind you. Um, it is absolutely nuts what could happen in Buffalo. So I, I'm with you. I, I think Buffalo has a really good chance uh, to, to go to the AFC. However, my pick for the Super Bowl and from the AFC and the NFC, my AFC pick is the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, there is so much talent on this roster. And now you have an offensive line that Patrick Mahomes has waited for to this point in his career. Look, when he won the Super Bowl two years ago, he didn't have an offensive line worth a damn. Last year with COVID, LTD goes down. Um, Eric Fisher had a terrible season. Mitchell Schwartz went down. It's an offensive line that was completely just obliterated. Now they've retooled it. Now they've given him the time where he doesn't have to extend plays the way he did last season. And I think when you give Mahomes the time to make plays in the pocket or give him that extra second to find Kelsey and be able to correct his throws, you 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 really like your odds going forward. You look back at the Super Bowl where the Chiefs missed, it was because Mahomes was having to be on the run a lot. He's a great passer on the run, but imagine what he could do if he had that extra second to make his throw 100% instead of 75% on the run. I, th- I think the Chiefs are just a given to win the AFC. However, in the NFC, and this is my Super Bowl pick, I think there's a team that could surprise people this year, and it's coming out of the NFC West. I doubted this man last year for a better portion of the year, and it's because he dropped off the face of the planet after week nine or week 11. I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks to win the Super Bowl this year because I just, I think their defense is great. I think Pete Carroll, again, chip on the shoulder. He knows that if they don't make a deep run this year, he might be on the hot seat next year. And I think that that's something that is worth mentioning. Russell Wilson is still an MVP quarterback just by all intents and purposes. He dropped off the face of the planet last year. But I think part of it is now he has a few more weapons in addition to what I think is the top five wide receiver in the league, DK Metcalf. I mean, I think DK Metcalf gives you so much energy and life on that team. He also gives you the option to free up some of the other wide receivers on this team and open up the passing game a little bit more. They're going to need some help in the running game, but otherwise I really like Seattle. They're my pick to win the Super Bowl. All right. Not bad. You didn't think I was going to pick Seattle? Yeah. I mean, look, until Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid retire, how can you not want to pick the Chiefs? That duo is proven. One time. Proven one time. No, but, like, they've made it to the Super Bowl twice in back-to-back years. Uh Uh-huh. You know who else did that? Eli Manning. Uh, Not back-to-back. Not (laughs) back-to-back. How about now? Okay. You know, you know uh, what? Hey, so- I just it's listen. You win a Super Bowl means nothing. You know who else won a Super Bowl? Flacco. Okay. Just think about that. I really try not to remember that. Just think about that. Flacco won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Also, Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl when he literally did nothing. His defense like scored all the points. For him. Yeah, the Broncos won. Yeah. 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 We're not going to talk about the other one. 2006. Rough year. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been... Peyton Manning beat the, uh, what was that team again? Oh, just a little team. Oh, yeah, there. that's right. Chicago. Rex Grossman, baby. Rex <laughs> was it Rex Grossman? Grossman. Was, it, was it Rex Grossman? It was Rex Grossman. Yeah. 
That I still I, think I, I, say Kyle I, I still think the 2006 Bears defense is just as good as the 85 Bears defense. So mm-hmm. I'm a biased fan though. Let's go to Coach of the Year. Who are we picking? Who's going to surprise us with their insight, their mindset, their beautiful way of calling plays, the fact that they don't let quarterbacks run all over them, or the fact that they keep their GMs in check? Who's the coach of the year? If you need a minute, I have mine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I got mine, but go ahead. I think there's a coach. He's already won coach of the year within the last five years. But I think he's due to do it again because this time he's got the quarterback that he wanted. A quarterback who is tough as balls in the world of football, and his name is Matt Stafford. So I'm going to pick Sean McVay to be my coach of the year. Sean McVay's got a lot to prove again. Not saying that he's in hot water by any means, but I think this is a year to showcase that there are young coaches within this league that are really made of something special. And I think Sean McVay is that coach. If he can keep the personalities and the egos in check this season, look, L.A. is going to be a contender. We know that. We know L.A. has the pieces to be great this year. A great coach, especially with how bad he was at clock management last year. Like, if he fixes that, this team has a real chance to be good. They've got a new running back in Henderson. I really like the way that the L.A. could position themselves this year, but they need Sean McVay to be at his top of the game to be good. And I, I, I think he'll deliver. Hmm. I'm taking Ron Rivera because he should have won last year. But this year, he has Ryan Fitzpatrick. And despite what I said about earlier of the Bills winning the Super Bowl, I'm taking Washington, man. When Ron Rivera takes Ryan Fitzpatrick, the greatest quarterback of all time who's never won a Super Bowl, it's, it's over. It's over. Ladies and gentlemen, we will say this every week of the NFL season. When Pro Bowl voting opens, vote for Ryan Fitzpatrick. He is one Pro Bowl away from being yeah. Hall of Fame eligible. We and need dude, this to I, happen. Who's not voting for him? If you're not voting for him, come meet me in the parking lot. We are literally me going Joe to Joe Rogan make... has something to say to you. <laughs> yeah, you are We are literally we'll, going to we'll have you, ads, we'll ladies you, and gentlemen. We'll give you the horse tranquilizer of your lifetime. It'll be your last one. I guarantee you that. We are literally going to have ads all over the BRE content promoting Ryan Fitzpatrick for Pro Bowl. Do it, people. Turn this into Fitzmagic time. But I like that pick, though. I mean, look, Ryan Rivera should have won it last year. I mean, he freaking overcame cancer in the middle of the season. Coached Washington to a phenomenal season. You got to love him. Yeah. Uh, let's go with, AFC Rookie of the Year. Taylor Heineke, by the way. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Alex Smith, yeah, who was broken. And oh. uh, uh, what's his face? Dwayne Haskins, who is surprisingly still in the NFL. Crazy times, man. Ron Rivera, Coach of the Year. AFC Rookie of the Year. Let's hit it. AFC Rookie of the Year, I, I said this before the show, and I really mean it. Mac Jones, baby, leads the 10-7 Patriots, possibly a playoff spot. When I was doing the game by games, I didn't have them in the playoffs, but I think, if I really think about it, I think the Patriots have a chance. I really do. I think mean, Mac Jones is the future. I don't 
I think when you look at Mac Jones starting week one, Trevor Lawrence starting week one, and uh, Zach Wilson starting week one, one of those teams has the ability to, to succeed. Um, it's not going to be easy for Trevor Lawrence. It's not going to be easy for Zach Wilson. So I'm, I'm taking Mac Jones. I think he's got it. I like that, man. I really like that a lot. I think that's a good pick. Because I'm also going with Mama Mac Jones. You you give you give certain players a edge when they have a great coach behind him, and Bill Belichick's the greatest coach in the NFL. Pair those two together, man. I th- I think that there is something special. I liked a lot of what I saw in preseason because, and I, I and people are going to overuse this analogy all season. I will be one of those people, and I apologize for that. Now, he has so many of the looks of 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 Tom Brady, except that he can run maybe a mile per hour faster, which isn't much, but it's still still something. I I really, I really like Mac Jones coming out of this draft. I I thought it was an interesting pick when they made it, but I do like it within the Patriots season. Um, Go Mac, go Mac Jones, NFC rookie of the year. So here's the thing. I don't know where Trey Lance and I don't know where Justin Fields is going to be playing. Um, how long is Matt Nagy going to keep Andy Dalton out there? I don't know. I'm going to say Micah Parsons, linebacker Dallas Cowboys. This dude is an absolute stud. He has so – he just, like, rings to me like Ray Lewis as far as, like, inspirational-wise, getting the guys going. I really like him. I think – I would like to say Kyle Pitts, but rookie tight ends have never been – the big the big winners of each season. And I'd also like to throw out JC Horn, the quarterback for uh for the Panthers. Um but I really think that uh I think Michael Parsons is gonna be a show. And and that's kind of a underdog thing considering he's defense, but I I really, really like Michael Parsons. So if Justin Fields gets in, I'm gonna pick Justin Fields. Um there are so many moments throughout preseason where I was like, God dang, this is the quarterback I wanted for this team um, being a huge Bears fan. It's like, dude, it's, it's great to be excited about a quarterback. That's something I've never felt in my lifetime. Right. So it's, a, it, it's an awesome feeling to have there, but there is another rookie who I really like in the NFC. And I'm going to go with quarterback out of San Francisco, Trey Lance. There's, there, there's hype behind him in, 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 a, in a very interesting way. To me, he reminds me a lot of Kyler Murray. In a sense of, we know he can run, but he's got a cannon for an arm, and he's deadly accurate when he has to be. The issues is that he's not a natural leader. He, he He's going to struggle to control this locker room. He needs some veterans to help kind of boost that confidence up. So I like Trey Lance. Um, I really like him in the, in, in, in the Shanahan offense, so I'm going Trey Lance. I, and, I don't see Trey Lance, man. I, I definitely like Justin Fields better than Trey Lance. I just don't know if we're going to see Justin Fields as much as we see Trey Lance. Uh, man, I don't know. If... <laughs> I really hope that we see Justin Fields more than Trey Lance, because yeesh. Yeesh. I don't know. Uh, let's go to AFC Offensive Player of the Year. AFC Offensive Player of the Year. I, man, <laughs> do I want to go with my boy? Can he do it again? 
I feel like he deserves the AFC Offensive Player of the Year. If he can get that 2000 season, like if it's just the 2000 season, of course we get one extra game, so it's most likely. I think he's going to have more on his back this year probably than any other year. Um, I really don't know what to think about the offense right now just because Arthur Smith is gone. It's really just like, it's messed with me. It's hurting me. I really don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Josh Allen because I think a lot of people like him. I I think the voters like him. I think it's one of those things where, like, Patrick Mahomes is the guy that everyone likes, but he's kind of like old news, you know? Uh, Not that he's, like, off the face of the earth, but it's like, oh, Josh Allen's, like, Josh Allen's, like, the hipster Patrick Mahomes, you know? It's like, oh, you like Patrick Mahomes? Well, I like Josh Allen. I I think Josh Allen's better. You know, it's like one of those things. Right. When they're both really good players, that Patrick Mahomes has proven more, but I think I think Josh Allen might be the guy. I want to say Justin Herbert could be on there. I would love to see if Justin Herbert can get a couple. If he could get a win on the Chiefs, I think that would be great. If he could go, you know, five and one in his division, I think that could help a lot. Um, I would, but I think Josh Allen's my favorite, followed by Justin Herbert. I would love to see Derrick Henry on there, but I'm I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the day. I don't like it. I don't like to think about players having injuries, but I'm scared. I'm scared that Derrick Henry's gonna have that one day and I'm not gonna be ready for it. So it's it's hard to be emotionally prepared, man. It really is. Um I am gonna go with Herbie fully loaded. I I look at Justin Herbert, man. I like the kid. I've been saying this. All season long. Remember, people, I picked the Chargers to beat the Chiefs of the AFC West in our division predictions. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I did. And I'm going to stand by that. I'm not going to hide behind that this year. I'm going to stand for it. I just like Justin Herbert as a quarterback. He's smart. He's that old school Peyton Manning kind of quarterback who can run, who can actually move without hurting himself. He's a very strong leader. But the biggest compliment I can give Justin Herbert, and, I, and I've heard it, all throughout training camp again this year, we saw it last year, he stays calm under pressure. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't get emotional. He keeps a level head, and that's so hard for young quarterbacks to do, especially in the NFL. I like Herbie fully loaded. He's he's my pick. I do want Derrick Henry to get it. If Derrick Henry gets 2,000-plus yards, absolutely. Patrick Mahomes, I think, is, is, is probably headed towards an MVP-style season. I mean, in all honesty, with this offensive line, as long as he stays healthy, yeah, he's got the weapons. He'll probably demolish it. There's so many good players, though. Like, the MVP hunt is just a – you could throw 10 names at the board, and they could all be up there right now. Um, so so it is interesting on that note. Um, I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to have a phenomenal year, so he's out of the MVP race. I do like Josh Allen. I don't love him. I like him a lot. I think he does have that chip on his shoulder like we talked about before. If if Buffalo gets on a hot streak, man, Josh Allen's going to be the reason why. I mean, he is the quarterback with a lot to just showcase this year. So uh, there's definitely some stuff to talk about there. Let's go to the NFC Offensive Player of the Year. Who we got? NFC Offensive Player of the Year. I want this guy to win so bad. Matthew Stafford, finally on a good team. 
I want to see him have the big breakout season. Sean McVay saying maybe we'll just throw 50, 60 times a game. I would love to see it. I would love to see Matt Stafford get big numbers, have fun, and finally win on a team that isn't the Detroit Lions because the Detroit Lions don't deserve it. I'm sorry, but you don't deserve it. The fans, you know, I feel bad for you, but the team in itself does not deserve any any respect. <laughs> so. Uh, my NFC Offensive Player of the Year would have been in the MVP hunt had he stayed healthy. If he stays healthy this year, I think he's got a really good chance. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Dak Prescott. I like Dak a lot. I really, really do. I I, I think he's headed for big things this season. Uh, I think his name's going to be coming up in the MVP talk as well. So if he stays healthy, man, there's there's nobody stopping Dak. So. MVP, hit me with it. MVP, I'm going to go Matt Stafford. I think he gets the both. I think he gets both wins. I'm really rooting for him. I'm really going hard for Stafford this year. Like, I want, honestly, I think, like, other than my Titans, I want the Rams to win just for Matt Stafford at this point. I'm going for him. Oh, and Washington. I'm rooting for Washington, too. As long as they don't win week one, I'm happy with that. Play the Bears. Sunday Night Football. Next week. Let's not not win that one, L.A. But I'm fine with you winning anything else. So, (laughs) definitely fine with that. Um, I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. He's got the offensive line. He's got the weapons. He's got the coach. There's the complete package. If he takes Chiefs to another Super Bowl, that would be back to back to back. There's no stopping Mahomes for MVP. Uh, he's number one. He, he, this is the first year he's he's got his number one um, in the Madden or not in the Madden in the uh, NFL Top 100. I, I think it's a sign of things to come, man. QB 15 all the way. All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Hit me. Hit me. I just uh I changed my profile picture in uh in one of my fantasy teams. Uh <laughs> I'll uh I'll send it to you. My team name is Kenyon Drake and Josh. Jesus. <laughs> my profile picture. <laughs> my profile Jesus. picture is Drake Bell when he went to court. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the? Uh, what's wrong with you? I know. No. I'm a terrible person. You know how, like, okay, every every now and then it comes up, oh, BRE takes it too far. And I always stand up and say, no, we don't. We don't take it far enough. I think we did this episode. I really do. Who who Who's saying I'm taking it too far? I haven't taken it far enough, you know? <laughs> you know there, there, there was one time where I was trying to get a, a certain person as a guest for a land party. And they're like, I don't know that I'm immature enough to, ha- to be on the show. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, we can mature up. We've had talks about politics. Drop names, bro. Drop I'm, names. I, I can't drop names on. I can't drop it on an episode. They listen to the show, man. They know who Fuck they up. are. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Is it your mom? Is it your mom? It is my mom. How did you know? Yeah. My mom just doesn't like you. I mean, that's a real. Why problem. she hate like, you, bro? Why she hate like, you, bro? 
Like she, you know, she met Nick. She loved Nick. Nick, Nick, and her are best friends. I'm kidding. My mom didn't actually meet Nick, but there was. There was uh, <laughs> but now, no, 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 no. You, you didn't come down for playing a Comic Con. She's like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I told my mom that this was a gag that I that I've been doing on a podcast. She's like, don't make me say anything too bad. I don't even know the kid. I'm like, yeah, but you made one comment about him, and that's where we've ran the joke ever since. <laughs> A beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we post episodes on Friday, and of course, there is a Thursday night football game. So, our predictions start right now for the NFL season. Austin, Thursday night, it is. Who is it? It's the cow. Hold on, I got like Cowboys and Buccaneers. Wait, are we doing picks this week? We have to the do, next week. We have to do Thursday night. We have to do Thursday night. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm taking the Buccaneers, man. Buccaneers. Dallas visits Tampa Bay. The over/under right now, and my MacBook just decided not to load it. Come on, come on, come on. Thursday night, though, Buccaneers played host to the Dallas Cowboys. I've got nothing as far as an over/under now. Great. Um, I know that it was at seven earlier this week, where it's. Uh, Tampa Bay being the favorite. So you're going Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'm going to go Dallas. I'm going to go Dallas. Go in there, shock the system, beat them, go Dallas. I I actually hate that pick because I think Dak Prescott's going to want to have the game. That whole team is going to be ready to go. Uh, I just, I mean, I don't know. I I can't go against my boy Tommy D. Yeah, you can't go against Tommy B. You can't go. But, like, it, I will say this. Bruce Arians usually does struggle the first, like, four or five weeks of the season. He struggles to kind of figure out his playbook and figure out what he needs to be doing. Granted, the roster virtually didn't change this offseason, aside from some rookies coming in. So, like, there's a chance he's dialed in, ready to go from the start. But if if there if there was a reason for me to be skeptical of Tampa Bay, it's because of that. Hmm. Uh, let's go to random breaking this week on random breaking, uh, similar to how we did last, last week, last week, we, uh, to, to kick off the college football season, we asked about the college favorite college, uh, stadiums. Let's talk about the NFL season stadium. What's your top five favorite NFL stadiums? Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I can go first. I can go first. Number five. Number five is a beautiful place. It's a stadium I've been um, several occasions. It's uh, it's the loudest stadium in the NFL. Stuck in Seattle. Arrowhead Stadium. Before the renovations a few years ago, yeah, it was a dumpster truck on fire. And it's still not the, like a pretty stadium, but there are so many great memories to Arrowhead. Um, I, I've Not only have I watched the Chiefs there, uh, but I've also had the opportunity to watch Mizzou football there. Mizzou and KU used to have the rivalry game at Arrowhead, and that that, that stadium has just always been a lot to me for that reason. Number four, I I like the stadium for the simple fact of it's for an outdoor stadium. It's just got a great view. It's it, it's a great tradition there, and that's Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. It's right next to the river too. I mean. Heinz Field is just a pretty stadium. It looks good on TV. Uh, number three. Three is a tricky one, but I love the stadium. I don't think it gets the the the, the praise that it should. That's Cleveland. 
I love the Brown Stadium. I really mm. do. I think it's a great stadium. I think it's a really cool, classy stadium. Number two, I mean, you kind of got to like Foxborough. You got to like the Patriots Stadium. It's it's hosted so many big games of the years, but it's just a really great stadium. It's a great look, uh, the pride and tradition and everything like that. I mean, it's it's a wonderful place. I would like to get an honorable mention to Chicago. I don't love Soldier Field since the renovation in 2005. I don't love it. We are building a new stadium. Thank God. Um, we, we are getting out of downtown, which concerns me a little bit, but, you know. Um, so we are building a new stadium. That's cool. I hope we finally get a stadium that's worthy of the city because I just, I've always felt like Soldier Field was just too small, one, and then two, it just didn't. It's it's just not a fun stadium to go to. I've, I've been to a few games there. It's just not great. My number one stadium is a brand new stadium. Um, it hosted a couple games last year. SoFi Stadium in LA. I love the look of this stadium. It's a very beautiful stadium. It's picturesque of what the league should look like. Love it. Hit me with your top five. My top five. I'm going to give a shout out to the f- this one I just like from the outside. I haven't Got to see it in its true beauty, but I love the Death Star from the Las Vegas Raiders. I just... Every, it is, is, it is a pretty built. stadium. It is it's a very just, pretty stadium. It's all black. I love it. It's just... It's honestly just sexy, dude. That's all it really is. It's sexy. I mean, SummerSlam um, was just there. It was It was pretty. I don't know what that is, but, you know. SummerSlam is a WWE event. <laughs> Uh, what's that? What is WWE? I'm only an AEW fan. Okay. I don't know this WWE stuff. Chris Jericho, all the way. Number four. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, I'm going to go with the Hard Rock Stadium, the Miami Dolphins. Really, just that like is that a stadium. glorified. It, that is a glorified soccer stadium. That's not an NFL uh, stadium. You shut your mouth. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> it's a great stadium. It's a great stadium. Number three, uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna get. Um, I'm gonna do the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, it's the loudest stadium. Uh, I love the way that's like kind of caved in. It's uh, it's really just, I don't know, something about now that is a soccer stadium. But what's wrong with it? What's wrong with the soccer stadium? It's loud. It's annoying. Seahawks look great in it. Sounders look great in it. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I'm trying to give your I mean, soccer some love, and you. I, it's, it I hate Seattle Sounders. Okay, so you gotta know this. Being a sporting Kansas City diehard, the way I am, we hate the Seattle. Fact that we hate... hate Seattle Sounders. Makes me like them even more. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't expect anything less. You know, two and a half years with you, and yeah, yeah. Number two, I'm gonna go, man. I'm not going to say the Rams and Chargers Stadium. I think it's too much. You know, I think it's too much. Uh, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Buccaneer Stadium. I love the pirate ship. Yeah, uh, it is. I'm, cool. all, I'm all into pirates. I love pirates. Everything. It's why 
uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is the best Assassin's Creed. Yeah, very much so. All time. Uh, get that Odyssey stuff out of here, bro. Man, you just pissed off a whole section of Osiris right there. Sorry, Uh, Leron. Oh, Leron likes Odyssey? He likes Odyssey. Oh, well, that makes me feel a little little bad. But but I always said Odyssey because I know you liked it. (laughs) Um, I don't like it as much as I like Origins or Black Flag. Origins. Origins is pretty good. But Origins just had the better story. Origins, I like Egypt. I think Egypt's more interesting than the Spartan stuff that I've seen a hundred times. You know, the, the just... issue with Odyssey was that it was too big. You know, like yeah, it it was the eight inch instead of the six inch. We wanted the six inch. Yeah, eight inch is just too much. You know, who can control that kind of uh, rottage? Yeah. <laughs> and when you get an eight inch, it, it tends to be too thick. You know, Dude, yeah, it's like mean, just mayo the, coming the out sheer, everywhere. The sheer circumference, you just can't control it. It's, it's not possible. Yeah. It tears. My number one <laughs> is the Dallas Cowboys Stadium because Jerry's World is freaking dope, man. It's a great stadium. It it's in the middle of nowhere, which kind of sucks. Um, like, it's there, and then the Ranger Stadium's, like, right there, and then there's, like, nothing around it. At least when I went. It may yeah, well, be it's, it, it, it's crazy, because you're going to be there next uh, April. Oh, yeah. We had a meeting about, about that last night. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I'm not paying for it, so. <laughs> I know. I, guess. We I don't mind going to Jerry's how... World again. Uh, yeah, because uh, WrestleMania is a two-night event now buddy <laughs> two night two nights yeah it's you're two night event. Paying me more you're gonna have to start actually paying me two I mean, nights, I'm, not, I'm not paying you at all but rob I, who, I think is chris jericho gonna be there wrong company dum-dum is cm punk gonna be there i mean if he quits aew maybe is kevin owens gonna be there Kevin Owens will be there, yeah. All right, I guess. Kevin uh, Owens just joined AEW. AEW, real wrestling. so much. We did joke about this. Like, we, we were talking about this last night. It was like, you're going to be excited just for the intros because you're going to see Michael Cole. And you'll be like, barbecue sauce on my titties. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't put barbecue sauce on his titties, then I'm walking out. Just straight up, just gonna walk straight out. Straight up walking out, just like, no, nah, I came yeah. here to see some titties. Yep. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our random ranking. Let's finish this thing off. It's time for winners and losers. Each week we pick people who rock and people who suck because that's how the world works. That's all, folks. Winners go first because that's how the world works. How about that? Austin, who is your winner this week? My winner is Stephen A. Smith because Michael Irvin will be on Mondays. However, (laughs) Tim Tebow will be facing Stephen A. Smith every Friday on first take. And let me tell you, boys, we are in for meme glory. So really the winners are 
us all. Uh, I cannot wait. Just because <laughs> I really think that Tim Tebow is going to get canceled in the first two or three weeks. Oh, dude, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Like, this is what I want cancel culture. <laughs> not, not, not for everything else. Uh, my winner this week. Oh, man. Um, there are reporters, personalities who make a great difference to the world. And one of the best ones retired this week. Jackie McMullen. Yeah, just you're the best. We love you. Jackie you McMullen. Yeah, she retired. She, she retired. retired. And I love Jackie. She retired. Uh, Jackie read her book on Shaq. Oh, dude, book. it's phenomenal. Uh, it just go back and watch old Around the Horn episodes because that's what I did this week. <laughs> wow. Old around the horn episodes. I, I'm not gonna be. I'm not. I'm not that sad about it. <laughs> uh, loser this week. Things. I mean, <laughs> loser this week. I don't know. I don't know if I. I mean, Cam is in a pretty big loss this week. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean. Has Deshaun Watson been to any more massage parlors? I'm pretty sure they're going to be losing. Um, I think the biggest <laughs> loser this week is ESPN. ESPN. What do they do now? They aired just won with Tim Tebow. How they lose again? They aired a football game of oh, a high yeah. school team. <laughs> it was Meet actually made up of 25-year-olds. <laughs> The Bishop Sycamore played on Friday Night Football. They weren't even on max preps. Like, okay, the first thing that they teach you, because I've covered high school football, I was a, I was an eight-man football announcer on a, uh, a KFAM. It was a radio station out in Cameron, Missouri. Shout out. I was, I was an eight-man announcer, eight-man football announcer. The first thing that they teach you when you go for a job like that is make sure you check max preps for the notes. They have the rosters. They have injury reports. They have everything. And coaches legitimately update this stuff. Max Preps is a wonderful website. Bishop <laughs> Sycamore tricked ESPN into airing their game. Oh, my God. How do you do that, ESPN? How do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? Oh, and now, and now they're suing uh, Dan Patrick because Dan Patrick had their coach on earlier this week. <laughs> and they want they want money for him for his appearance. It's a dumpster truck environment. Everything's just a dumpster. ESPN's trash. Honestly. ESPN is trash, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Trash Talk. Don't forget tomorrow we got a brand new episode of Rope Talk. It is all out. CM Punk's return to the ring. Uh, you're gonna hear about an ad about that here in just a minute after this episode ends. For Austin, I'm Logan. Peace out.